Quality sleep is essential, and that's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. So you can choose what's right for you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature. Quiets their snores. Sleep Number does that. Sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on Sleep Number limited edition smart beds for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Thanks, Dan. It does appear as though the Trump campaign is able to see the writing on the wall, and they have decided to throw as much at the wall as they can, especially when it comes to lawsuits and false claims. Uh, We have now uh, word uh, from Wilmington, Delaware, that former Vice President Joe Biden is going to come out and speak soon. Let me bring in Jeff Zeleny, our reporter on the ground there. Jeff, what are we expecting Biden to say? He he cannot yet declare victory. Nobody has declared him the winner. There remain many outstanding states. What is he going to do? Jake, I am told that Joe Biden is going to uh, do what his campaign has been saying all day long, that he believes he is on a track toward victory. I'm told that he is not going to declare victory himself, but he is going to call for the fair counting of all ballots. And he is going to, uh, we're told by advisors, and this could be fluid here, but he is going to push back against these suggestions of fraud and push back against uh, you know, any suggestion this election is trying to be stolen. So you can see the backdrop there. This is the exact same stage where he accepted the Democratic presidential nomination um, in the month of August. And it, it will be the same type of uh, spirit and tone, I am told, a very presidential-like tone. He is going to um, you know, make this claim and make this a statement that all these votes should be counted. We do not necessarily expect him to talk about each of these uh, separate uh, lawsuits here that are just coming in. But we're told that he will also be joined by Senator uh, Kamala Harris. Uh, The first time we will see the two of them together, at least on the same stage, uh, since the election yesterday. I'm told all morning long he's been calling Democratic officials, particularly in the state of Pennsylvania. He knows that state very well. It is just, you know, across the river and up the road. So this is something that he has been uh, focused on. But he is told uh, he has uh, an air of confidence, I'm told, by a friend who has uh, spoken to him, and he does believe he is on track to victory, but he's not going to get ahead of this in this speech today. I'm told he's going to say that every vote should be counted and push back against any suggestion of fraud. Jake? All right, Jeff Zeleny, thanks so much. And, and you know, Abby, these the suggestions of fraud, uh, there, there are no allegations. There's no specific, I mean, not even evidence. There's not even an accusation. Yeah, exactly. And I would say that that even this idea that somehow uh, they weren't allowed to watch enough of the process and that should mean that they shouldn't continue to count ballots makes no sense. It's small ball and it shows you they have very few avenues left to stop the counting of what's left of the ballots in Pennsylvania. I do think that we're at a significant moment, though, Jake. Uh, The president is doing exactly what he telegraphed he would do, trying to declare victory before the process is done. And the question is, what part of the political process is going to step in to defend the Democratic system that we have? Joe Biden is about to come out. He's going to say what we expect him to say. And I, I, I expect that he he might even appeal to other Republicans to say more about what the president is doing right now. But I think we have to point out there is a vacuum of leadership in this country right now in terms of who is saying who is out there really stepping out and saying, Mr. President, do not do this. Well, let the votes be counted. Yeah. And Mitch McConnell, the Senate Majority Leader, was asked extensively about this this morning. And he went as far as saying counting votes is not the same as declaring victory. 
I don't think it's what you're talking about, but that was very McConnell-esque. Um, but I think what you just mentioned about this is what the president telegraphed he would do it is important. But also what you mentioned earlier, that it is so glaringly inconsistent and frankly just hypocritical that he is saying, let's just let's just stop counting the votes in Pennsylvania where he is ahead and calling on Nevada, for example, where it's very tight. But Joe Biden is ahead to keep keep counting the votes, Arizona to keep counting the votes. It's it's so on its face, not consistent that, you know, it's almost laughable. But that's not what his goal is. His goal is to muddy the waters and get his people riled up that what he what he warned of all these months falsely is coming true. Yeah, just to be clear, <clears throat> Donald Trump could still win this election. We no don't, question. We don't know who's going to win Nevada. Point- we don't know. I know. I'm yeah. just saying we don't know who's going to win Nevada. We don't know who's going to win Pennsylvania. We don't know who's going to win Arizona. There are votes that need to be counted. Absolutely. Donald Trump right now is acting as though he knows he's going to lose if votes are counted. Therefore, he's going to try to stop votes from being counted. But that's not how it works in the United States of America. To- you're totally right. And I do not mean in any way to you're suggest. Not. Yeah, yeah. And I, but I want to I'm, I'm glad you said that because I want to kind of make it really clear and emphasize that when the president is is calling for or, or saying, I won here, I won there. It, it, do, it doesn't matter. I mean, he could win. But what we need to do is take a deep breath and let each state follow the law of their land, which is how elections in this country work. What do you think Joe Biden needs to do? Does he need to come out and be the statesman like he was last night and just say, we're confident, but we're going to keep counting the votes and then just like walk off? Or does he need to show a little bit of fire Uh, and outrage at what President Trump is doing. You know, I I could see it both ways. I mean, I think his job here is not to fall into the same trap that the president is falling into. And he can't go out there and say, I've won. You know, actually, frankly, say what we saw his attorney, Bob Bauer, do in an interview separately with The Washington Post, where he indicated we are going to defend the the election that they believe they have won. I think Joe Biden needs to avoid using that kind of language and just talk about uh, counting the votes. But you're right. I mean, there is an element of this. We're sitting here talking about it. It's like watching, uh, almost like watching a train wreck in slow motion. I've been covering this issue of voting for months, and the president has been talking about this for months. We are seeing it happen right now, and I think Joe Biden's going to acknowledge it. And while we wait for Joe Biden to come out and speak in Wilmington, Delaware, let's bring in Anderson Cooper. Anderson. Hey, thanks very much. Uh, we are We're having a lively a, discussion. We're having a very lively discussion <laughs> without the cameras, President. Uh, David Axrod, I mean, what the president of the United States is calling for is he is not saying very specific things about, well, I'm concerned that in Pennsylvania, this this uh, secretary of state did this. He is saying he's talking about surprise ballot dumps. He says, how come every time they count mail in ballot dumps, uh, it goes up for, for, for Biden? Because yeah. that's called the election. Voting. Right. No, I know. And Rick said earlier, you know, that they just want them to follow the law. I have to tell you, the president hasn't been that fastidious about that uh, <laughs> over time. What he, is, what he is very intense about is his own self-interest. And he doesn't want these ballots cast because he, counted. he doesn't... Counted. Uh, the, excuse you me? Count, ballots counted. cast. Uh, uh, counted, I should say, uh, because he's fearful of the result. 
and, and he's trying to impede the process. There are, the, you, you have technical uh, issues that r- apply to a small number of ballots, but there are a large number of ballots yeah. that are turning well, against yeah, him. Yeah, yeah, look. But this yeah. is a president who told everybody, his voters, to no. go on election day and right. vote. Now suddenly he's, well, these ballots that are coming in by mail that they are counting after election day, suddenly they're not for me. You've got to stop it. Why aren't they? And in fact, the the reason that they weren't counted before is because in some states it's Republican legislature, which refused to allow them to change. Yeah, you can't count the the election in Pennsylvania. It was his strategy. Let let, me put it that way. I agree with everything. Everything you're saying, oh, and I no, I do. I, that that <laughs> we should count all these votes. I mean, they're, they're, they're perfect. And here's what here's what, let me postulate what I think happened, which is that that they went to the president and said to the president, "Here's what's going to happen in Pennsylvania that we want to stop, and that is that votes are going to come in after the deadline, which the Pennsylvania Supreme Court said they could, but the law says you can't. And here's the issue: the governor sent out envelopes for absentee ballots that were pre-stamped. And when you send out those pre-stamped envelopes, this is what everybody's upset about. When they come back and they go through the mail, they're not date stamped. And so what they're thinking is they can now rush out Get a whole bunch of people to vote today. Where are they going to vote? I'm just, I'm, <laughs> okay. how many votes? You want to know what they're, yes, go ahead. I'm I'm, sorry. I'm, I you're, you're sitting here criticizing me. I'm telling you what they told the president. Okay. That they're gonna, there's, there's an opportunity for people to go out and process a lot of these envelopes that will not be date stamped. And that will come in before Friday. So should we check the CVS to see whether there's a run on right. date stampers it's not a, it's or not what? A, it's, I mean, these are, what, how these many are ballots, ballots will that, that were mailed out by the governor before the election, so, but have not returned. Okay. So how many ballots would that affect? And the answer is we don't know and what they're um, they're they're. This, is it a conspiracy theory? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Could it ha- well, thank you. Could it happen? To some degree, two, two yes. Have been but, saying is it, it going to change months. the election? He's been, Unlike, but again, he has you, been you, attacking you, this for right. mu- this. He's been attacking mail-in votes from the beginning, in, in you know, implying that they are on the face of it fraudulent. They in, that they and they're invite, not. And there is no and evidence to right. support. I agree with that. that. Right. But that doesn't mean that there isn't an opening here. For some type of right. fraud, but, but and two, that's what two they're things talking can be, about. Two things can be true at the same time. It, could, it can be the case that there, be, there might be some small, minor technical things or some things that are not happening right. But that's not the big point. The big point is, I guarantee you, when you figure all that stuff out, it's going to be this much. The big problem that oh. Joe, uh, Joe Biden is coming out to speak, uh, this is uh, him in Wilmington, Del- Delaware. Uh, Senator uh, Kamala Harris is, is with him as well. Uh, let's listen in to what the former Vice President Biden uh, says. Good afternoon, everyone. Uh, Kamala and I uh, are here to make a, uh, a brief statement, and I'm sure we'll have more to say later, and either tonight or tomorrow. But let me begin by thanking the press for being here and, and thanking everyone else. My fellow Americans, yesterday, once again proved that democracy is the heartbeat of this nation. Just as it has, has been the heartbeat of this nation for two centuries. And uh, even in the face of pandemic, more Americans voted this election than ever before in American history. Over 150 million people cast their votes. 
think that's just extraordinary. And if we had any doubts, we shouldn't have any longer about a government of, by, and for the people. It's very much alive, very much alive in America. Here, the people rule. Power can't be taken or asserted. It flows from the people. And it's their will that determines who will be the president of the United States and their will alone. And now, after a long night of counting, it's clear that we're winning enough states to reach 270 electoral votes needed to win the presidency. I'm not here to declare that we've won, but I am here to report when the count is finished, we believe we will be the winners. With all the votes counted, we have won Wisconsin by 20,000 votes, virtually the same margin that President Trump won that state four years ago. In Michigan, we lead by over 35,000 votes, and it's growing. A substantially bigger margin than President Trump won Michigan in 2016. Michigan will complete its vote soon, maybe as early as today. And I feel very good about Pennsylvania. Virtually all the remaining ballots to be counted were cast by mail. And we've been winning 78% of the votes by mail in Pennsylvania. We flipped Arizona and the second district of Nebraska. Of special significance to me is that we've won with the majority of the American people. And every indication is that the majority will grow. We have a popular vote lead of nearly 3 million votes. And every indication is that will grow as well. Indeed, Senator Harris and I are on track to win more votes than any ticket in the history of this country that ever won the presidency and vice presidency. Over 70 million votes. I'm very proud of our campaign. Only three presidential campaigns in the past have defeated an incumbent president. When it's finished, God willing, we'll be the fourth. This is a major achievement. This is a major achievement. And it's been a long and difficult campaign. But it's been a more difficult time for our country, a hard time. We've had a hard campaigns before. We've faced hard times before. So once this election is finalized and behind us, it'll be time for us to do what we've always done as Americans, to put the harsh rhetoric of the campaign behind us, to lower the temperature, to see each other again, to listen to one another, to hear each other again, and respect and care for one another, to unite, to heal, to come together as a nation. I know this won't be easy. I'm not naive. Neither of us are. I know how deep and hard the opposing views are in our country on so many things. But I also know this as well. To make progress, we have to stop treating our opponents as enemies. We are not enemies. What brings us together as Americans is so much stronger than anything that can tear us apart. So let me be clear.
I, we are campaigning as a Democrat, but I will govern as an American president. The the presidency itself is not a partisan institution. It's the one office in this nation that represents everyone. And it demands a duty of care for all Americans. That is precisely what I will do. I will work as hard for those who didn't vote for me as I will for those who did vote for me. Now, every vote must be counted. No one's going to take our democracy away from us. Not now, not ever. America's come too far. America's fought too many battles. America's endured too much to ever let that happen. We, the people, will not be silenced. We, the people, will not be bullied. We, the people, will not surrender. My friends, I'm confident we'll emerge victorious. But this will not be my victory alone or our victory alone. It'll be a victory for the American people, for our democracy, for America. And there will be no blue states and red states when we win, just the United States of America. God bless you all, and may God protect our troops. The Democratic presidential nominee, Joe Biden, speaking in Wilmington, Delaware, saying that every vote will be counted. He did not declare victory, although he did say once every vote has been counted, he does believe that he is going to be victorious. We're going to talk more about his speech, but first let's go to Wolf Blitzer, who has a projection. We have a major projection, not just a projection, but a major projection right now. CNN projects that Joe Biden will win the state of Michigan. A huge win. 16 electoral votes. Biden wins uh, Michigan. That brings his number. Look at this. Now Biden has 253 electoral votes. Trump has 213. You need 270 uh, to win the presidency. Biden now has 253. Let's go over to John King at the Magic Wall. Wisconsin a little while ago, now Michigan. He's getting closer and closer. Two big pieces of the so-called blue wall. That is why Donald Trump is president. Pennsylvania, Michigan, Wisconsin. Joe Biden has now flipped Michigan and Wisconsin. He's also flipped that congressional district in Nebraska, the second congressional district. Joe Biden, as we speak right now, is knocking on the door of the White House and the presidency. 253 electoral votes right now. And Wolf, Joe Biden, as we know, is leading in Nevada. That would be a Clinton state hold. That would get him to 259. And he is leading in Arizona. That's 270. That's victory. Yes, Alaska is likely to go for the president. Yes, the president is leading here and here. The president may get this congressional district here. He won't get them all here. Let me fix that for you. Here and here. You bring that out. But it doesn't matter. Once you get to 270, you can't be caught. And so if Joe Biden holds his lead, again, we'll give that one over to the president. Let me move this here. You do that, boom. If Joe Biden holds this lead right here in Nevada, holds that lead in Arizona, then it's game over. The question is, how fast will they advance the vote count here? We can look at the leads, but if you just map this out, remember, even without the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania, still counting votes there, the president has a lead, it is shrinking a bit. Joe Biden, as he just said, thinks he can get it back, but he doesn't need it. With Michigan's a flip, Wisconsin is a flip. If he can flip Arizona now and hold Nevada, He's the next president of the United States. And if you walk over here and look at the map, I have Michigan up right now. You look at the lead. 
You're 20,500 votes ahead, as Joe Biden said. President Trump carried this state four years ago. You want to go back in history. It was just 22,000. That's Wisconsin. Let's move over here to Michigan. 10,000 votes four years ago. You come up here, Joe Biden ahead now by 61,000 votes. That tells you why we make this projection right now. And if you come through and watch this, it's an impressive win in the sense that Wayne County, 85% of the vote in, Joe Biden running ahead. So we pull out to the bigger map and we look at it this way, right? What happened four years ago? Donald Trump won those three. He's leading in Pennsylvania right now. I just hope you can pull this off, Wolf, just so people see. You see the map right now? I just turned off the states that we have not called. Pennsylvania, North Carolina, Georgia, Alaska, Arizona, and Nevada. The key point is all Joe Biden needs now to get to 270 is this one and this one. And as we count the votes throughout the day, he's leading in both of them. That would be the difference. Let's take a look at those two states right now, the two states that would bring him up to 270 and he would be elected president of the United States. Let's start in Nevada. Again, this would be a Clinton hold. Hillary Clinton carried the state four years ago. You see Joe Biden. We're waiting. This has been a consistent. We haven't gotten any new votes out of Nevada in quite some time. Uh, We're watching the vote. 7,647 votes ahead. If you're a Trump supporter, you say that's close and you're absolutely right. Uh, The question is, as they continue to count the votes, where would you look for them? Well, the biggest basket of votes in Nevada is here. Clark County, 73 percent of the population lives right here. This is the major vote center in the state. 84% reporting, so we're waiting for Clark County to update its vote totals. We'll see if we get some of that this afternoon. But again, in the largest county in the state, more than 7 in 10 votes in Nevada come out of Clark County. Joe Biden's getting 53% of the vote. That's all he has to do now. He's ahead. is just win a majority of the votes coming out. He's doing that in Clark County. We'll see if he can continue. The next biggest county, Washoe County, up here, Reno, and the rural areas up above it. Joe Biden getting 51%. If you're Joe Biden, you're ahead. Yes, that's close, 7,600 votes. You just need to win a majority of the votes. And you look at the red areas. Yes, the president runs it up big here, but they're pretty, they're much smaller population-wise. We're missing 15% from up here in Elko County. President will make up some votes here, without a doubt. They keep counting votes there. We don't know how many. We don't know how many are absentee and the like. Some of them will be for Democrats. Same thing here, but you're at 99%. You're at 91%. Possibility, president picks up. You see the size of the county. It's pretty small, but he could pick up a few hundred. The challenge is... Again, more than seven in 10 votes in the state of Nevada are going to come right here. And the former vice president is ahead right now. That's why they're quite optimistic in the Biden campaign. And then you move over here, the state of Arizona. You have to go back to Bill Clinton in the 1990s. You have a Democrat win the state of Arizona. Why is it happening? Older voters will watch how Latino voters break down. And the suburban revolt against Donald Trump that we saw in 2018 when the Democrats took back the House. We're seeing it play out in Phoenix and the growing suburbs in Arizona. Maricopa County is the county where Phoenix is and the suburbs around it. Again, you look for votes now as you're counting the final votes in places where the people live. 60 percent, more than six in 10 votes in the state of Arizona come right here. Joe Biden is winning. That's a tight race, but he's winning 52 percent right there. And when you pop out and look statewide, 93,000 votes. If you Joe Biden now, you just need to win a majority the rest of the way. You've got a 93,000 vote lead. So you look, where are we doing here? 10% still out here. Joe Biden winning 60% in Pima County. All of the metrics, when you look through it, Wolf, we'll count the votes. We'll let these states finish the count. But when you look at the metrics, you look at the pattern so far, Joe Biden, again, leading in Arizona. That would be a pickup. Leading in Nevada. If we get to the end of the day, Joe Biden holds those two states. He's knocking on the door, 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue. We'll watch Arizona and Nevada closely. We just projected Michigan going to Biden. Jake, Dan, and Abby. 
It's been uh, quite a, a big day, uh, Wolf, when it comes to projections from CNN and the fact that uh, we have now projected that uh, former Vice President Joe Biden will win both uh, Wisconsin uh, and Michigan. Um, the numbers are certainly going in Biden's direction. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are still waiting to hear from a number of states, including Nevada, Arizona, Pennsylvania, uh, as well as ones where we think uh, Trump is favored mm-hmm. uh, decisively, like North Carolina and Alaska. Uh, Georgia is still a question mark. Um, it's very, uh, it's, a, it's a big moment. And I think one of the things that has to happen is that Republicans on Capitol Hill need to figure out how they're going to react uh, if the race ultimately is called for Joe Biden, mm-hmm. which we have not got, we're not there, Mm-mm. but if the race is called for Joe Biden, Donald Trump has made it very clear that he is not going to accept the results of the election. Mm-hmm. How is Mitch McConnell going to react? How is uh, the, ha- the Republican leader of the House, Kevin McCarthy, going to react? Mm-hmm. Um, well, how is Vice President Pence going to react? These are questions that these people need to be asking now. Again, we don't know. Trump could still win. But uh, it's, it's, it's really gut check time for these Republican officials. It, it absolutely is. And, you know, when the president started making noises of, you know, that there won't be a peaceful transition and he won't necessarily leave if he doesn't trust the vote results, Mitch McConnell did stand up in a way that, you know, in an almost unsolicited way, if I recall, and say that there will be a peaceful transition of power. So if you take that and extra- extrapolate from that to where the scenario that you're describing it would be hard for, for me to imagine that McConnell wouldn't do that. But we've also been uh, surprised at Republicans in Congress not standing up to the president. This might be different because he may feel good about holding on to the majority, which is a very important thing. But I just also not want to mention the Supreme Court, not to mention the Supreme Court and, and all of the federal uh, uh, judgeships. But let's just also for a second talk about Joe Biden and the message and the tone that he just said. Very big picture about I, if I win, I will be the president for, for everybody and not just Democrats, but specifically on this question of who's winning and am I winning and so forth. What Joe Biden said is, it is clear that we are winning enough states to reach 270. And then he said, I'm not here to declare that we have won. He leaned into it. He did what uh, is politically, you know, maybe appropriate if you feel confident. But he said explicitly, I'm not here to declare that we have won. Last night, Donald Trump said, frankly, we did win this election, night and day. Absolutely. And, and, and we don't know if, if either of them is right yet. Not to mention, you have one person saying, count the votes. Mm-hmm. Joe Biden, even though he's in the lead, he could say, stop it right now uh, because I won. But he's not. He's saying, count all the votes. Mm-hmm. We need to count all the votes. And then on the other hand, uh, Abby, you have uh, President Trump whose message is all over the map, including stop counting in Michigan, stop counting in Pennsylvania, keep counting in these states, uh, Nevada and Arizona. I need a recount in Wisconsin. Um, Really the mark of a man who seems like he's losing. Throwing everything at the wall from a legal perspective, from a rhetorical perspective. You know, what Joe Biden said today is not some kind of uh, magnanimous statement. It's just easy. That is what you should say when we are in this position where we don't know where the votes are going to go exactly. It would be fine if President Trump said, we think we're going to end up winning Arizona and Pennsylvania, count all the votes. But he's not saying that. 
And there's a reason that he's not saying that. They don't think that if they count all the votes, Mm -hmm. that is what is going to happen. Now, Dana, I know you've been talking to Republican sources. I've been hearing from Republicans. They're saying, based on their modeling, they believe that they have enough votes in Arizona. But here's the thing. People have actually voted. We know how those votes are going to go. We just have to count them. So we can't rely on the president and his campaign claiming that they've won a state based on their modeling and not just wait to count the actual votes. So we're in a we're in a situation right now where, as Dana said, and as you pointed out, Jake, what is a Mitch McConnell going to do? Yes, he said there will be a peaceful transfer of power. But now's the moment when President Trump is declare is trying to declare victory, trying to to halt the vote counting in certain states uh, Now's the moment when I think a lot of these Republicans really do need to, to speak up loudly and not just say, uh, you know, not just be equivocal about this, say pretty clearly what they think should happen in this situation and tell the president not to prematurely declare victory when there, where there is not one. Right. And it's not just Rick Santorum in the other room or John Bolton uh, giving an interview. It needs to be the Republic, current Republican yeah. office holders again. We don't know what's in those votes, mm-hmm. and President Trump could theoretically win every outstanding state. Nevada, Arizona, Georgia, North Carolina, yeah. uh, and Pennsylvania. He could. He could. It doesn't look like he will, but he could. And, and but the question is, are Republicans on Capitol Hill going to stand up for the principle of count every vote and then let the chips fall where they may? They're starting to. Rob Portman, uh, senator from Ohio, uh, released a statement effectively saying that. Let's just everybody take a breath and count votes. Um, we'll see if, if other people are that explicit. Um, but one thing you talked about with modeling, and I don't want to get too far into the weeds here, but I guess that's where we are as we're waiting to count votes. Um, one of the reasons why Republicans feel so confident about where their votes are is because they know where Republicans are. And one question I have, particularly in a place like Arizona, is just because they're registered as a Republican or the Trump campaign and the RNC thinks that they're going to vote, a certain voter is going to vote Republican, doesn't mean that they did. I mean, this is a very mixed up election, and it is entirely possible, particularly in a red state like uh, like Arizona, there could be Cindy McCain's in that state. Or who Jeff are, Flakes. Or Jeff Flakes, who are registered one way and, and vote another way. And there's only one way to find out. Right. you got to just count the votes. <laughs> I mean, I think this is why this uh, situation, look, where the map is right now, they don't have many options. They have got to hold on to Arizona in particular if they're going to find a path to 270. So I get it. I get why they want to keep that state on the board. But at the same time, uh, you know, right now, just like in Arizona, in Pennsylvania, votes still need to be counted. Yeah. So and much, it should be counted. So much of the Trump presidency uh, has been about just standing up for basic standards and rules, just things that we shouldn't even have to talk about. Don't make fun of the disabled. Count the votes. And yet here we are. Anderson? Uh, Jake, thanks very much. want to check in uh, with our team, Michael Spirkanish, Neil Malika Henderson, uh, former Governor Jennifer Granholm, and uh, Scott Jennings. Governor Granholm, uh, Michigan was just called. I'm wondering what you make of the numbers we're seeing so far on the path to 270 for the candidate you're supporting, Joe Biden. Yeah, I'm I you know, it's not a surprise to me that Michigan uh, is called. Thank you to CNN for being the first to do that. But it was clear where this 
was going. Obviously, these outstanding ballots, which we, uh, we must count, are all in heavily Democratic areas. You're going to see the same result, I think, uh, in Pennsylvania and in Nevada and in Arizona. The outstanding ballots are disproportionately uh, Democratic ballots. So I, I feel like with the calling of Michigan and what we know about Arizona and Nevada, I feel like there's a collective, uh, uh, at least on my side, I'll say, a collective sigh that, um, and with that speech that Joe Biden just gave, a sense of calm, a sense of let's let the votes count. It's going to be okay, America. We are going to get back on track. We are going to respect the Constitution. I am, uh, I feel it already that we are headed to be able to restore some normalcy in this country and perhaps giving people a chance to sleep at night. Uh, Scott Jennings, you used to work with uh, Mitch McConnell, close to him. Uh, if the president continues the kind of rhetoric uh, he has been uh, using, do you think McConnell will talk to the president about it? Does he step in in some way? Uh, well, I Look, I just want to be clear. I don't speak for him. I, I can kind of reflect what I what I think uh, could be on people's minds, and that is, number one, if you're a, an American citizen and you cast a legal vote, it should be counted, whether that's in Pennsylvania or Arizona or any other state. Number two, uh, I think he thinks courts and judges exist to handle uh, issues, and if they're frivolous, they'll be kicked out, and if they have merit, then they'll be dealt with, and there's appropriate legal processes, and everyone can avail themselves of those processes, and they should. Uh, and at the final analysis of it is, though, once all those things are adjudicated, votes will be counted, a result will happen, the Electoral College will meet, and we'll have a president. It'll either be Donald Trump or it'll be Joe Biden, uh, and then uh, the government will, will move forward from there. So uh, I, I think it's frankly as simple as that. Uh, I think both campaigns, if they feel like issues need to be addressed in the courts, should be able to do that with the uh, lawyers that they have. But no one should expect any of these judges whether they're at the state or federal or Supreme Court level, to cast political decisions here. And I think the people that uh, are on the Supreme Court uh, because of this new petition, these are judges that were put there because they follow the letter of the law. And so I have every confidence that if these are frivolous complaints, uh, that they'll be treated as such. That's my view. Uh, Michael Smirkanish, what do you make of the, uh, the charges the president is making in, in Pennsylvania uh, and, frankly, uh, across the country in any states where he's not doing well? So far, there's no beef. You got to show us the beef. If you're going to make the allegation that there's fraud, you've got to have something to back that up before you cast such aspersions. Look, I respect the way he ran, especially at the end. He left it all in the field. He's entitled to a fair count. He's entitled to, in some circumstances, if he's willing to pay for it, a recount. But you need to back up the sort of assertions that he's now making. Here's a Philly fact. 1.2 million requests were made for mail-in ballots in the city of Philadelphia and the surrounding southeastern Pennsylvania suburbs. Last Friday at 5 o'clock was the deadline for any challenges to those 1.2 million applications. Do you know how many application challenges there were? Zero. There were none. So this is the sort of thing I'm talking about. Show us something if you're going to make these assertions and allegations. Otherwise, you just can't take them seriously. 
No, yep. I, I think that's right. You know, the, the president clearly telegraphed what his strategy was going to be going into this, uh, discounting the mail-in ballots, uh, casting aspersions on some of the big uh, urban centers that are yet to report, particularly uh, in Pennsylvania. You know, we will see what somebody like Mitch McConnell does, but I think the problem is uh, Mitch McConnell doesn't really have any standing with the people who listen to Donald Trump. Uh, he hasn't had any standing with those folks for a long time with the sort of the core base of people who believe what Donald Trump uh, tells him. And I think that's the real danger here, that there could be millions of Americans uh, who believe Donald Trump, who believe that there is fraud uh, that is going on in some of these uh, cities in particular, uh, in some of these uh, Rust Belt states. That it looks like Joe Biden is two, on the two. course to win. The other thing is Joe Biden looks like he did what he was hired to do, which is to get more white voters to vote for him uh, in flip states, particularly uh, those blue wall states. Uh, so in some ways, I think, you know, Democrats are looking uh, at a victory here. Where it's yet to be determined, but Biden seems to uh, be on course to win this thing. To totally agree with uh, what Nia said. And I think um, two points quickly. Number one, um, the Supreme Court and uh, Amy Coney Barrett and uh, when, her, when she replaced Justice Scalia, they are all about the letter of the law. And to Michael Smirconish's point, if uh, the state courts and the state courts are the ones, or the state legislatures are the ones who decide these things, if they have made it clear what their scheme is for, not scheme, but their process is for counting votes, then the Supreme Court, we should trust that they are going to not write the law, to not be activists, but to follow the state court law. And second, uh, you know, when he, when Donald Trump does this, when he flails, when he makes allegations that's, that are conspiracy theories, or I'm going to stop the count or go to, he looks weak. It looks like he understands that he is losing. He sees these numbers and he's flailing. And when you compare that with how statesman like Joe Biden was just a minute ago, the contrast, I think, is stark. We can see where this is headed. He, Let the process unfold. We're going to have more on he Joe Biden. outperformed the polls. Go ahead. Uh, sorry, we're going to have more on. Uh, we'll, we'll be back uh, uh, with uh, our team a little bit later on. We're going to take a closer look at the, uh, Joe Biden's win in Michigan. We're also going to look at what is ahead. He's now even closer to 270 electoral votes. We'll show you the path forward for him and a path uh, for the president. Welcome back to CNN's election coverage. Uh, CNN has just declared that, um, or projected rather, that Joe Biden will win Michigan and its 16 electoral votes, uh, combined with the other states uh, that we have projected Vice President Biden, former Vice President Biden, will win. That's 253 electoral votes to President Trump's 213. Again, you need 270 to win. There remain several states uh, that we do not know enough to call them or project them, including Arizona, Nevada, Pennsylvania, Georgia, North Carolina. Uh, let's bring in Jim Acosta, who is uh, with uh, Team Trump at the White House. Uh, Jim, uh, obviously this race remains too close to call. We do not know who will be the president of the United States elected uh, this year. Uh, what are you hearing from the yeah. Trump campaign? 
Yeah, Jake, talking to my sources uh, inside the Trump campaign, they are starting to sound increasingly pessimistic about the president's chances. I mean, outwardly, they're saying uh, we're going to win Pennsylvania. In, in fact, you know, you have the president's uh, son, Eric Trump, uh, and the White House press secretary in her personal account uh, declaring victory in Pennsylvania. Obviously, that has not occurred. That is misinformation. Uh, but that that is the mindset uh, outwardly from the Trump campaign. Inside, though, uh, I've talked to a Trump campaign advisor in just the last several minutes. Uh, they are pinning their hopes, I'm told at this point, on Arizona. They would like to see Arizona flip back to Donald Trump. Of course, here at CNN, we haven't called uh, Arizona for Joe Biden. Other outlets have. Of course, they've been fixated on that uh, for hours now, almost a day now since that occurred uh, last night with other outlets. Uh, one advisor I spoke with about uh, Arizona described that state as the OK Corral, a reference to the infamous gun battle uh, in the Old West in that state. Uh, back in the 19th century. And so, you know, at this point, what can the Trump campaign do? They can they can launch legal challenges. They're trying to take uh, Pennsylvania to the Supreme Court uh, over its counting of mail-in ballots after Election Day. Uh, they're talking about uh, a lawsuit in Michigan uh, to try to halt the balloting there because they say they don't have uh, su sufficient uh, access to observe uh, the ballot counting process. I talked to a couple of Trump campaign advisors about Wisconsin. Uh, and the Trump campaign saying earlier today that they would like to see a recount in Wisconsin. The campaign sounds like, Jake, they're already giving up on that option. Uh, two Trump campaign advisors tell me that that recount is not likely to pan out for the president. There just aren't enough uh, votes uh, available in a recount process that would swing back to, to President Trump. And so it sounds like, Jake, that this map is shrinking for Donald Trump. He is running out of space on the map to somehow pull this out, Jake. Uh, Jim, as you know, there are in any campaign um, the, the numbers crunchers, the bean counters, and then there are the spinners and strategists. Obviously, uh, the people that you just mentioned who are out there declaring victory in states where there are, remain hundreds of thousands of ballots to be cast are not people that we should be listening to or taking seriously right now. What are the people inside right. the campaign who are actually the experts on votes? What are they saying about Pennsylvania and Arizona? Because what I'm hearing from Democrats in those states is that they feel pretty confident. You talk to Trump campaign advisors, they will say they believe that there are enough votes out there in Pennsylvania that would hand the state, hand the Commonwealth uh, to President Trump. They're, they believe that as Arizona uh, and all of those returns come in, because we don't have all the returns in from Arizona, that that, shrink, that lead for Joe Biden will shrink just enough to put Donald Trump over the top. Of course, we don't know that to be the case at this point. It is a tall order for that to be the case. Uh, but they believe at this point that their best chance of securing the presidency, securing re-election for Donald Trump, goes through the state of Arizona, which, of course, means pulling a state off the map that's already been called by other news outlets. They're, they're essentially giving up on Wisconsin. They're giving up on Michigan. They need to see North Carolina come home. That is something an advisor just said to me a few moments ago. They need North Carolina to hold uh, but increasingly, they are looking desperately at Arizona, Jake, to somehow come back uh, or come into the Trump column. It never was in the Trump column, but they desperately want to see that that state in the Trump column. Jake. Arizona, where they want votes counted in Pennsylvania, where they want votes to stop being counted. Jim, do we have any idea if we're going to see right. President Trump today? We have not seen him. Yeah, that's a good question. I just asked a White House official about this. Uh, they're, they're saying at this point no scheduling updates uh, to, to, to tell you about. As a White House correspondent, Jake, you would know uh, what that means. That means that anything could happen at this point. Uh, but, but given the doom and gloom that we're hearing privately being expressed by Trump campaign advisors, 
it, that, that may not happen. Uh, we're, we're just going to have to wait and see whether or not the president surfaces. Obviously, he's been on social media uh, posting all kinds of misinformation in the form of tweets, uh, but we have not yet seen the president publicly, and we're not sure we're going to see him tonight. And I suspect, Jake, unless things start moving in his direction, uh, we just might not see him at all. All right, Jim Acosta, thanks so much. Uh, we'll come back to you as news develops. Um, you know, one of the things that's interesting here is, uh, look, I'm sitting here, and again, we don't know who's going to win. We don't know who has the majority of votes in Nevada, in Arizona, in Pennsylvania. We're still waiting to hear. And I still am of the mindset that anything could happen, either Biden or Trump could be elected. The difference is Trump is acting like a loser. Mm -hmm. Trump is acting like somebody who expects he's going to lose with the flailing and the count votes here, but stop counts here, and I want to recount here and lawsuit here. And that, to me, is a tell of sorts. Yeah. Even though I am willing to believe, having covered a lot of these, that maybe the Trump people are right. Maybe there are enough votes yeah. in Nevada, Arizona, Pennsylvania. I don't know. But then why act this way? Yeah, I mean, strategically, it makes no sense. But it is very in keeping with the president's behavior in general. I mean, he typically... One of the one of the things that often happens with President Trump, he often acts like he's done something wrong, even if he might not have done something wrong. He often acts as if uh, he's going to lose, even if it's not clear that he's going to lose. He won the presidency and then claimed there was fraud because he lost the popular vote. Exactly. I mean, just this goes all the way back to his origin story as a political figure. And I don't necessarily think we should overinterpret that as to, to say that he is definitely going to lose. But right. But I do think it doesn't make uh, any logical or political sense. And I do think it suggests that the, the campaign is actually just trying to keep hope alive in as many places on this map as they can. They really need to keep some avenues open in Nevada and in Arizona. They need to keep the count going in Georgia even and in North Carolina and in Pennsylvania because if, if they lose really in any of those places, it really – narrows their path so dramatically that I think they don't want to be in that position. So I get that they're trying everything, but at the same time, you talked about logic. You know, the state of Nevada, they sent ballots to all registered voters in the state of Nevada. The president swore up and down for months that that would lead to widespread fraud. Now he's competing in that state. He thinks he's going to win in that state. So logically, they're going to go to the courts and say there's widespread fraud. But in one of the states where the president claimed there would be widespread fraud, he thinks he might win. It doesn't make any sense. And I think that as these cases, if they end up being adjudicated, go forward, we're going to see these contradictions over and over again. I think it's, I, my, I'm not a lawyer, but my personal opinion is that it's going to make this much more difficult for them. There's not any consistency from east to west on this map in terms of how the campaign is approaching. Yeah, I mean, so much of it is political and not legal. So much of it is taking the, the stance and having the, the posture of a winner in Pennsylvania, maybe in Arizona, maybe even in, in Nevada. And if you have the posture of a winner, that is in the kind of American psyche, and therefore that is what is going to happen. They will kind of will it that way. But which this is, is my which, point. I'm sorry. Which, no, I just want to say, which I just want to just to finish is saying, that is not how it works. Go ahead. Well, just you talk about the posture of a winner. Yeah. But going on Twitter when there are still hundreds of thousands of ballots to be counted and saying, we won this state, mm -hmm. even though uh, that state has not been declared and they're still counting. Um, that's, that's not how winners behave. I, I agree. I agree. And I just heard from a Republican source saying, you know, 
if you, you know, who, who has been an elected official and has been on the ballot saying, you know, generally speaking, if you feel that confident, then you let the votes be counted. And if you don't feel confident, then you, you scream and, and yell and say we're winners. Having said that, this is not a typical politician. This is not a typical campaign. And this is not a typical group of followers that Donald Trump has, which we talked about last night. And I want to say it again. There are people who absolutely love this president, a lot of people, millions of people in this country, and they hang on everything he says. They believe when members of his family tweet out things like, we won, which is just not true. And so they're trying to set up a situation where there is just, frankly, unrest if this false notion of him winning now, which he might in the, at the end, a, a place like Pennsylvania, if it doesn't come to pass. And it is... It's not good. But I know Pennsylvania Republicans. I'm from Pennsylvania. I know a ton of Republicans there. And the ones I've spoken to today think we need to count all the votes. You're talking about state or what do you say? Commonwealth, Commonwealth Republicans? Pennsylvania Commonwealth Republicans. Republicans, but not the Trump campaign. Very different. We are tracking the votes in Arizona right now. Joe Biden is currently ahead. When will a winner be decided in Arizona? We're going to talk to the Secretary of State of Arizona next. Stay with us. When you work, you work next level. And when you play, you play next level. And when it's time to sleep, Sleep Number smart beds are designed to embrace your uniqueness, providing you with high-quality sleep every night. Sleep next level. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599. Save $300 for a limited time, only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Prices higher in Alaska and Hawaii. Quality sleep is essential, and that's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. So you can choose what's right for you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature. Quiets their snores. Sleep Number does that. Sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on Sleep Number limited edition smart beds for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. 